recording. The following podcast contains potentially massive spoilers for the movie referenced in the episode title. If you have not yet seen this movie and wish to be surprised when you do, consider yourself warned and turn back now. Hello and welcome to another episode of Schlock Till You Drop. Today we have our Valentine's special. That means we are not covering something super lovey-dovey. It does mean that we are covering 1981's My Bloody Valentine. Yay. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> to be fair, this movie started off very slow. You get you get a titid, uh, you get a little titillation, moderately okay kill right out of the gate, and then it just slammed on the brakes. But probably I'd say midway through Act Two, by kill three, yeah, by the third kill, it actually picked up. It actually got better. Yeah, it certainly did. If you make it to kill three, the movie gets pretty good, and then the end lets you down again. Yeah, the ending is not the greatest, and you are going to really be fighting the temptation to turn this one off mm -hmm. before you get to that third kill. It's mm -hmm. true. Uh, I mean, I think at one point we even said, okay, I've seen enough. Let's go ahead and just turn the movie off and do the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but the, it sucks when the best character in the whole movie is a mustache. Seriously, that mustache <laughs> was glorious. The glorious mustache. I, I really wanted it to live on after its bearer died. Uh, and I had, yeah, I had no idea it had supernatural properties until it made him survive much, much longer than it should have. Yeah. Yep. It wanted to get back to the girls, whether he was, you know, capable of doing it or not. That mustache was getting back to the girls. That's, That's right. right. Giving away those mustache rides. <laughs> But uh, uh, let, let's just dig in. Let's just start digging into it then, story-wise. Uh, Bored. <laughs> the so premise wasn't bad. It was a good premise. Uh, I mean, if you've seen Scream, right? Right. Very similar. If you've seen the remake. Of My Bloody Valentine, yeah. And even the Valentine movie that yeah. also came out around, around the same time with David Boreanaz. All very similar. Twist, you know, twist endings with the... Right. This was a killer from your... Who comes back to the town to kill him? But oh, it's not really the killer. It's right. It is somebody else yeah. who's who's copycat killing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, the premise itself is not bad. The story itself wasn't bad. It's just they. I think especially near the beginning, there was a lot more exposition than needed to be there. Oh, yeah, God. and even in, that's kind of where the ending fell apart too. Was you started doing the exposition again? Mm. And the thing is, you didn't get a good enough reason for the ending. Right. You got a lot of exposition leading up to it. And then no reason. Yeah, you had exposition to lead up to it. You didn't have to write exposition. Yeah, like right. if they would explain that his father. I mean, we're spoiling the fuck out of this movie. You didn't hear it. Just, well, yeah, it's spoiler the warning the at the head yeah. of the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're right. good. So he, the killer's father was killed by the original. Yeah, the original, original killer. Yeah, yeah, the the guy. The original murders was, from twenty years ago. You know yeah. what? I, the characters are so it, look. If you've seen Scream, you've seen this. <laughs> the, yeah, the original killer. We'll call him the OG killer killed the new killer's father and because of that i guess the new killer decided to go become a copycat yeah, yeah so, so i guess he was traumatized right. by it or something if they yeah. would have mentioned that earlier or if they would have done something about that earlier it would have made more sense but they literally showed that and it would have thrown me right it would have really thrown me further off his trail because when he disappeared into the water i knew it was him yeah yeah and if they'd thrown me off, they could have thrown us off his tr trail by saying you know his father was killed by the original killer and 
then would think, well, this motherfucker wants revenge. Yeah. Right? That's why he's so proactive. Yeah. And they could have done this character. And they would have thrown me off. And, you know, I would have thought that Oscar Isaac was the, kill- Oscar Isaac was the killer the whole time. And, and Well, and uh, while I did like it, the flip ending and stuff, there were some, looking back on it, there are some logical inconsistencies with him, being, Isaac. with him being the killer. Uh, the scene where he has the fight in the... Oh, the bar. What, yeah, yeah, in the, yeah, 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 whatever, yeah. Whatever it was. And then he goes off to sulk. Mm-hmm. I want to think there dying. were some murders that were occurring at that time. Or it kind of imply, implies that murders were happening at that time. I don't. Yeah. I don't think so. I thought. Uh, I think the timeline's a little fucked. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. But not enough for me to not buy it. Mm. I think that they were careful enough, but just barely. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. I was just bored through the whole thing, man. I, I don't know how he knew where those people were to go kill them. Well, no. Yeah. That. But, that's. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't know a, how he got from the a, kitchen to the mine and back. He's a killer in 80 slasher movies. Yeah, that, yeah that's he logic can teleport. that never needs. Yeah, that you can <laughs> oh. teleport. Teleportation is totally a thing if you are a killer in an 80 slasher movie. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I, normally I'm more enthusiastic about these movies, and I'm, almost, I'm like, I have my, I just got nothing for this, man. I really don't. <laughs> I know. The thing is, we, we, we kind of hit a spot because Killer Clowns was a big letdown. I liked Killer Clowns. I yeah, we know you did, but you don't count. And then, then we watch this movie, and it's also boring. Yeah. And we have to do better next month, guys. We have to find well, something way next better. month we have St. Patrick's Day. Ah, I wonder what we're going to watch for St. Patrick's Day. I have no idea. Possibly something mm. with a little bit of a little bit of the Irish in it. Mm, I'm going to get some lucky charms. We're going to watch Far and Away? That is a horror movie. Yeah, it's scary. <laughs> it's terrifying. <laughs> Tom anyway. Cruise's Irish accent is scary. So storyline-wise oh, for the, the dog movie, but okay. Story-wise for this, I think we're kind of in agreement that the premise is good, but the execution was kind of lacking here. Yeah, certainly. I mean, they had some notable characters, memorable. You know, they they were goofy. They were... There was, yeah. there was literally... Unfortunately, they were also so bland you didn't remember their names. Well, yeah, yeah, we had to make nicknames up for everybody. <laughs> and I think the fault there was they knew what they were making when they did this. They knew it was going to be a slash movie, and they wanted a nice big... Buffy, uh, Buffy, a nice big plump victim pool. Right. So they have all these people in there and you have zero time to develop any of those characters. Exactly. And therefore you don't care about any of those characters. The ones that stood out were not for reasons that had anything to do with character development. The guy with the mustache. Yeah. He had an awesome mustache. And he looked like Rob Reiner. Right. A a heavier Yeah. Then you had the guy that looked like Oscar Isaac. And then right. you had the moose, like the big, tough They, big they guy picked his girlfriend is, up by the sides of her face. Because, I remember and, his name is John because it's your name, right? Oh, okay. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that's yeah. right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah, he picked the girl up by the sides of her face. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah, to kiss yeah. her. Just to kiss her. Let's point that out real quick. Yeah. Uh, the only names I actually remembered were Sarah, which is Sarah, the girl right. that's caught in the love triangle throughout the movie, and uh, uh, TJ, which is oh, the, yeah. the Canadian Oscar Isaacs mm-hmm. character. Those are the only names of any of my... Well, and Axel, because he was revealed as the killer and his name was said a dozen yeah, times, and we just turned the movie off. Yeah, and we're from the generation where Axel is a name that sticks with you, so... Right. Uh, should note, A-X-E-L, according yeah, to the yeah, credits, yeah, yeah. as opposed to A-X-L, which would have made it so much cooler. Way cooler. Yeah. Of course, it was 81. Of course, was he would have also thing? been shorter and had red hair, but... Axel yeah. that... You know what? Moving on. <laughs> Actually, I have, a, I have a writer friend whose son is named Axel. Oh! He must be near our age. He is our age. Yeah, I thought so. And a huge Guns N' Roses fan. Yeah. But, uh, 
Well, let's we we've talked a little bit about character here. Let's go into acting. Mm. What do we think about the acting in this movie? It was, yeah, it was fine. I mean, yeah, it got no, no one has a standout it. performance. That one chick who died, the one chick in red, she died. Her death was so sad. Uh, it was a sad death. I'm not saying it was sad as in like I felt bad for it. It was kind of pathetic. It was, it was a pathetic, pathetic death. It was yeah. really, like she got stabbed in the stomach and she goes, oh. Oh, and you just she's looking at it, and it's like she's trying to overact her death. To Sam Jackson, it she went out like a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she went out like a bitch. Yeah, she'd been traumatized for the last ten minutes. Right. Oh yeah, because she watched her boyfriend die in yeah. front of her, and, and it had just been a useless like appendage yeah. most mm-hmm. of the time. Oh yeah, and, uh, and now I will give that actress some major props though, because as Joe pointed out, we noticed in the movie there is a scene where she is behind the yeah, Sarah the, character, and Sarah throws her head back. The, the and actress straight yeah. up whacks her in the chin with the back of her head. Yeah, totally unintentional. Yeah, you know, like and the actress, actress of course actress does react to it. She does jerk away, which that's a normal reaction. Yeah, but that was it. There was nothing else about it. Yeah. They continued the shot. She keeps the shot. Yeah, she doesn't grab her face and go ow and anything or anything like that. You know, right. she's just like, okay, we're in the shot. Then they immediately turn and walk away. And you know when they said cut, she just went, fuck me. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. It, it made me wince. <laughs> it made me, yeah, it did me too. I mean, it was it was that hit, even though it wasn't on the audio track, you could almost hear that whack whenever she hit. Yeah, yeah I mean, I had a little brother I wrestled with all the time. And I can't tell you how many times he popped me in the back in the mouth of the back of his head. And you know that hurts. The old man. The old guy who uh oh the the bartender the bartender yeah, yeah he, he was actually pretty decent yeah and oh, he yeah. was and we even pointed out too it's nice Canadian to get, Mr Roper yeah. yeah it was nice to get back into a horror movie where you have that that old wise voice of doom right I love that you know the it's harbinger the, uh, I think is yeah. what Cabin in the Woods called that character to archetype yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but yeah the having the harbinger character was great and the actor that did it did a really good job yeah, with it yeah, this is only where really he was, the third movie we've had one too which mm-hmm. is odd considering. Yeah. He was, and he was a character. He played that character so borderline, <laughs> where the cra- the moments where he's acting completely crazy worked, and the moments where he acted completely sane worked because he rode that line so perfectly. So yeah, major props to the to mm. that actor for that. Yeah, uh, direction. Um, it, it was TV typical of the of the. It was actually yeah, it was pretty typical of the era. Uh, it was like a '70s TV drama almost, like yeah. the, uh, the you know the two-hour TV dramas you get sometimes. I think that's yeah. probably the problem. It, it was too much of the, they were trying too hard to make it all drama. They were too, they were they focused too much on that love story. It so was focused, very on Golden Pond. Yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of that, a lot of like story. trying to be a small town drama yeah. with a murder yeah. draped into the back. Uh, and not enough trying to be a horror movie. Yeah, and if you're making a slasher movie, you don't forget about drama because yeah. you're all about building tension, yeah. releasing tension through kills or sadly no jump tension. scares yeah. or whatever. Well, yeah, I didn't care and there was about no the love ten- story. yeah, there was yeah. no tension in this movie until the very final act when they were actively being stalked in the mines. I mean, yeah. I'm still going. There was no tension. Even I mean, yeah, Oscar Isaac would. Oh, gone it wasn't off much tension, a... granted, but that was the only place I felt any tension. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's just dumb, you know. Oscar Isaac goes off to BC to try to make his name, has to come back and work in the coal mines or whatever, right. and then, you know, goes back to the girl that he loved before, who's now with another man, and yeah. then blah blah blah. I don't care. Yeah, I apparently care. she had a shitty choice in rebounds. Yeah, evidently, yeah, with the serial murderer there. Yeah, but yeah, the direction was really. I I, I agree with that. They were trying too much to be, to bring the drama, not enough to build the tension. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm not, rather than go with effects right away, let's talk about the kills. Because this time we got some kills. And they were pretty kills. good, for the most part. For the most I part. I'm going to go in order for the kills. The first kill was the chick with the heart over her yeah. heart. And he does the... He rams her against that. Yeah, and you yeah. see... The, John point out, you can see like you can see the skin yeah. imprint from the, the yeah, end of the pick yeah, yeah. eye. So that was a pretty good kill. The second kill was very generic. I have problems with that kill because no, I'm not have... talking about finding the body. We're going to talk about that and makeup and effects. Oh, okay, <laughs> but I'm talking. We're talking about the actual kills themselves. Oh, and yeah, this that it, kill it was, was very much kill. a letdown yeah. because it was it was amounted to an off-screen kill, and it was very generic. Yeah, you see her scream. You see the shot of the pickaxe yeah. coming down, and, and then it cut, cuts away to it, something else. Very generic horror. It movie cuts kill. to the outside scream. The end. Kill yeah. three. Kill of the game. Kill three was great. <laughs> pickaxe through the bottom of the jaw oh. comes out the eyeball. <laughs> comes out with the eyeball on the end of it. Kill yeah. of the game. Beautiful, Beautiful kill. Beautiful kill. My God, we like literally. We were just like, ah. Uh, we were just, that kill literally rejuvenated. Yeah, it saved the movie. Yes, it did. We 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 all applauded. We all cheered at that kill. He, John was like, "Oh, I remember why I like this movie now." <laughs> yeah, I remember seeing this movie years ago, and I knew there was a reason why I liked it, but I couldn't remember what that reason was for a long time, and that reminded me of uh, of why I did like it. Well, yeah. Well, this movie is important to the horror genre, and we can talk about that later. But right. Yeah, but, we can yeah. we can talk we'll about talk it. Later, it's, yeah. it's it's lingering or it's legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and from then on, the kills were pretty decent. Yeah, there were okay. a couple of exceptions after yeah, that. I, like, I the dig the hot part. dog drowning was pretty good. Yeah, uh, in the boiling water. Yeah. Um, what was after that? The, uh, the, the double drill. No, no, the no. chicken though. Oh, the, oh, oh, yeah, I, yeah which yeah, was yeah. another stab through the back. Another of the head. excellent yeah. contender mm-hmm. where he picks her up, jams her onto the shower and head, the and then turned on the water so the water is spraying out of her mouth and turned her into a fountain. Let off some steam. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was an awesome. Then the the way the killer handled that kill was better than the kill itself. Hurt her towards the showers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But by dropping yeah. the, yeah, I was like, know, the, the uniforms yeah, or whatever it was. Yeah. I was watching. I was like, is he hurting her? Or is he just scaring her? I was like, oh, he's totally hurting her towards who was. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, that, that was, was good. Great. That yeah. was a good plot. That was a good use of uh, of, of the, a good setup. Yeah, of the of the uh, the props and the set dressing. Yeah, yeah. and then and then you know utilizing it. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, after that, screw. Was yeah that we got an off-screen kill that I wish we'd seen on screen. The guy discovers these two bodies. Uh, they had been making out the last time we saw them. When we see them now, there is a large drill bit screwed through them. Yeah, kind of holding them together. It, it uh, would have been a great kill to have seen on screen. Yeah, um, probably, probably. Yeah, it's probably too much for the effects department to handle at the yeah. time. Yeah, it's either going to come down to that uh, and budgeting, or it may have been cut. For yeah, maybe maybe, maybe. been cut, or maybe just well, yeah, maybe, or maybe cut for time. Yeah. Who knows? Which there was a lot of other things they could have cut for time. Yeah, sweet Christmas, yes, yeah, <laughs> but but oftentimes those are directorial choices. Yeah, and you can't and kill her. He, he just uh, this director has a hard time killing his darlings. Very much so. Mm. Um, then we had our nail gun kill. Ah, mustache, mustache man. Where, yeah, one in the side of the head, one in the front of the head, and the guy with the, the mustache dragged him out to safety to let him die. <laughs> That's a loyal mustache. Loyal mustache. <laughs> then we had 
the drop hang beheading. That was pretty good. Oh yeah, that was. It, I, I, yeah, that's where that's one. where our coward dies. Like you, every the, the annoying has character yeah. who is also the the brutal coward. We don't see what happens to him, but we see his body dropped from a large height. Yeah, and kind of a as rope soon as, cord it, tied as, soon as him, that yeah. rope goes tight, the head goes poop yeah, and it pops right off. Pops it right the off. Dangly bits and everything. That was so cool. Yeah, yeah that that was, that was very well done. Then good. we have the the very sad death scene. Yeah. Where, of the overacting and, yeah, the and overacting such. Stuff, where she gets stabbed in the stomach. And she was, that was oh! the last kill. I believe that was the last kill. Yeah. Because mm, yeah. that only leaves the three There finalists. were a couple of things from flashbacks that we didn't cover as far yeah. as kills yeah, from yeah. the original killer, but that's They were pretty bland. Yeah, yeah, they were pretty bland. Um, a lot of hearts getting cut out. Yeah. Which Off is, screen. Yeah. Which, uh, which brings us nicely into uh, makeup and practical effects and things like that. For the time, pretty decent. A rating, yeah. Oh, no, I, I That's an A. The, the The effects of it was good. The the uh, the guy who had the space bowl, that was good effects. The yeah. neck. One of the things I liked about the guy who's hanging from the neck is you saw it wasn't a clean cut. You saw the gristle, yeah. yeah. The, well, you saw the gristle. Like you normally, when you see someone's head pop up, it's a clean cut around. For this, there was skin that was yeah, yeah, torn, torn, yeah, torn. Yeah, it was a well made yeah. prosthetic. Yeah, it was very um, well made. Yeah, the, the the steam to the back of the head was good. Yep. Um, a lot of the heart, the, the heart props look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the cooked heart looked great. You could tell they're probably using real animal hearts. Yeah, it was a bo- yeah, it was a boiled heart, yeah. and it had that grayish look mm-hmm. that, that meat, meat yeah. gets when it boils. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we uh, tell, we're using ox heart or pig's heart or something, probably. Probably these pig's heart, I think, is closest to humans. Yeah, so that was at probably, least in size for sure. Yeah, so that's probably what it was. And then we did have the one with an aspect that Mario had an issue with. They find a body <laughs> in a clothes dryer. The, the that is still going. Good. The effect was good. The logic fails because how the hell did the dryer? It, it was one of okay. the old time coin operated dryers. How the hell did it keep going that long? Because right. the, the killer kept going back and feeding quarters to the thing until somebody <laughs> that's found it. That's, that's the that. only explanation that makes any sense. Anybody he went down to the dime stores like, hey, can I get five dollars in quarters, Everybody, please? Anybody <laughs> right. who's gone to the laundromat understands that one, those dryers do not last as long as you want them to. <laughs> right. So he is fed like twenty. Well, even people with home dryers right. would know. I mean, yeah, the, he he would have had to feed $20, $30 worth of quarters into that thing to keep it going <laughs> because the, the kill happens at night and this body is not found until like mid-morning. <laughs> right? So, yeah. The, there's, there's a little bit of a logical fallacy there. I love him. I just love imagining him covered in blood and a stupid mask, <laughs> like making change. <laughs> yeah. It's gotta go, you know, keep the dryer going. <laughs> oh, yeah. I- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's go with final thoughts. Uh, Joe, why don't you go first on this one? Yeah, um, so the movie itself was, you know, so-so, like B minus C plus, you know? Um, I didn't hate it, and I understand why it sticks around because of the twist ending mm-hmm. and that that trope has been used again Extensively, and yeah, again very again, extensive trope. Almost to, I mean... I, I, you could make the case of sci- like Psycho maybe being the first time that happened. I would say that's a fair assumption. But, you know... Finding out that Norman was his mother. Right. Yeah. But, you know, this uh, this twist ending style has been repeated uh, most notably, like I've said a few times now, in Scream. Scream made almost the exact use of this trope. Of uh, the killer being amongst you the entire time, updated for and, a more and, modern era, but right. yeah, 
it, it is very much a, a, a updated use of this trope. So, you know, the movie is important for that reason. And uh, the kills are good. I don't have any complaints there. Complaints there. Thank goodness. Finally, we got some good gore. Yeah. Not as much as I like, but, you know, I'm, I'm, it's hard to satiate me for gore. Yeah, it's not, it's not Evil Dead buckets of blood pouring. Yeah, Peter Jackson didn't make this movie, so. Yeah, but it is, it is a very appropriate for an 80s splatter movie yeah. amount of gore. So that's fine. Uh, so overall, you know, I started off like the rest of us wanting to turn this thing off and just get over, let's just get this over with. But uh, by the right. end, I'd come around for the most part to liking it. And then the end, the end let me down again a yeah. little bit, which I mean, it isn't fair, but they could have done, they, they could have done a better job there. I Agreed. think cut, cut earlier, give us a, a longer ending. I like yeah. that the killer lives. Yeah. I like that. Not real fond of the scene where they show that he lives, but yeah, I do like the fact that he lived. And they have a bitching ballad. Bitching they ballad. Did. They did have a very nice ballad to close out for the, the closing credits. Yeah. All right, Mario, what do you think? I feel, I know, I feel that this movie is lacking something. And I think I know what it is. So I think it needs to be remade. <laughs> I think Funny it, enough. Hold on, hold on. I think it needs to be remade. I think what it needs is it needs to pull an unknown actor, maybe someone from TV. <laughs> maybe someone from who's sim- already doing a show that's somewhat based around horror. Who's actually one of the better actors in there? Okay. All right. So we do that. Okay. We make it 3D. Okay. Okay. Right. I'm we with do, you. 3D. 3D. 3D was a thing a few years 3D ago. 3D was a thing, so we can redo that again. Bring 3D, 3D back. Okay. Maybe the longest consecutive amount of uh, full nudity in a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Th- yeah. yeah. Of course. Give it nudity because this movie did not have nudity. It needed that. It does have gore, so it needs some gore. It needs mm-hmm. a little bit more gore. Uh-huh. Um, you know, a little bit more jokes in there. Honestly, I think that's one about. Realistically, I mean, yeah, I'm making fun of the, the the comparison of the two, but I think that's one of the issues I have with the movie. It, it was not funny. Like, I'm not saying all horror movies. Need it to be was funny. trying to have it had, humor, but it didn't it, have the, it. the humor they were attempting. Yeah, it, it was Happy Days level humor. It, it yeah. was very dry. Yeah. It was very It was dry. 50s humor in a late 70s, early 80s movie. Yeah. yeah. And that's my issue. Well, that kind of humor hung around for a long time. It did. Because you just couldn't get anything else past the censors. Yeah. It did. Without getting an X rating. Yeah. So, I enjoyed it. No, I didn't enjoy it. I enjoyed the kills. I enjoyed some of the kills. The characters were boring. The bad guys, dumb. Yeah. <laughs> right. The girls were dumb. They were cute, but they were dumb. A lot of sexism. Yeah, lots a lot of, of sexism. Yeah, women can't go down the mines for some reason. I assume because if they go down there, because they're obviously going to explode. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of uh, quote unquote manhandling the women. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean, well, this that. is this well, is well, and there was the one yeah. scene. I don't want to go with you while I'm shoving you in the car anyway. That's yeah. kidnapping. Hello, <laughs> yeah, kidnapped yeah. the girl. Yeah, so I mean, you can't go into this with modern sensibility and think the oh, treatment dude. of women is anywhere near equitable. I no, mean, <laughs> not ignoring all. all that. I mean, but that's going to be the case with most of these movies. You yeah, know, we, era, we yeah. can't look at these movies with the modern eye and judge them that at way. least not as far as social politics go. yeah well i mean i'm not even looking at it now it's just it was just but it, it's it hard to watch sometimes boring. in that it case is. when you really hear is. things like that you're like oh come yeah. on guys that's gross yeah i don't know and then the movie was overall boring and built the kills kind of kept it somewhat good but I, I'll, I'll like we were saying though yeah. that doesn't doesn't pick up until maybe mid-act two exactly yeah. and if 
if I was sitting at home and I was trying to watch this at home, I would probably cut it off. I'd say probably the kickoff. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't watch this again. No, <laughs> I would. Say, I would actually say that that's Killer probably Clowns back on. I would watch that. Again. Oh, that's probably kicking off. I will shoot you in the head. For I swear to God, to bring it. Ugh. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of. I agree. This with the water gun. Mario mentioned the remake and full of tomato soup. I would have to agree that the remake to this movie was better. It was oh, yeah, a it was lot way better. better. <laughs> it fixed a lot of the issues. If it wasn't in 3D, I'd like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it was shot for 3D. Yeah, and it, it shows. Yeah. But, you know, it fixed yeah, a lot everything of the... everything comes at the screen. Everything it fixed a lot screen. of the story issues that this one had. It did have a little more humor in it. It mm. did have... Uh, it did have some TNA. It, it does have a Winchester. It, yes, it does. It has better acting. Has yeah. better directing. Has better it does. kills. Well, watch Scream. Scream's a way better version of this movie. Scream is a better version of this movie. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Yeah, but we're talking about a direct remake. Yeah, well, I mean, there's a difference where you're telling. Story, yeah, Scream was an homage to all the horror movies. Correct. But the main plot was basically this. It was, but you also can't use that as as an example of this movie being remade, influenced by mm. most definitely. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I do I do think the remake is better. Not that it is a great movie by any stretch of the imagination, <laughs> but it is for this particular story a better telling of that story. That's true. Um, I appreciate this because of some of the influence that it has had, right? But at the same time, it's not a great example of the tropes that no, it's trying to portray because it's not. because of what we discussed. There's too much drama, not enough suspense. Mm-hmm. Right. And one of the key things for a horror movie is the buildup of suspense. Yeah. That's where humor becomes critical to horror because that can be used to diffuse some of that suspension or suspense and keep it on the level that you need it to be to be a truly scary movie. Yeah. And then gore, of course, being the other way to break that tension. This movie has the same problem that our movie last week had, is it's not bad enough to be good, and it's not good enough to be good. Mm-hmm. So You watch your mouth, boy. It re- yeah, yeah. It, it really falls <laughs> like into that plans. category, uh, and that's where the... Bring it. <laughs> good lord. And that's, where, and that's where the remake, I think, does I also like Killer Clowns mm-hmm. from Outer Space. That was a quotation. There's the air All quotes. Right. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think we wanted to touch a little bit on Legacy, which we've done a little bit here and there throughout this. You know, this movie does, it is from the pioneering era of Splatter movies. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and you can tell that people trying to find their way in this genre. Uh huh. And it it went two years, two, three years, and the genre gets perfected. But this, you can really see the early. You can see also where it, it paid attention. To some of the forerunners, because this mm-hmm. is after the original Friday the Thirteenth, you mm-hmm. can tell they paid attention to uh, Tom Savini's effects, right, mm-hmm. and and made use of some of those techniques there. Absolutely, um, and you can really see that it was starting. You can see for what it is. It, it is a pioneer in the in the genre. It is one of the splatter movies that people think of when they're thinking of the ancestry of a splatter movie. Of course. So it it has left a legacy, and it, like you said, like we mentioned, the tropes are there. Uh, the twist ending, it wasn't the first to use it, but it was one of the ones that used it to very good effect. Mm-hmm. And it that has been duplicated many, many, many times over. Oh yeah, this uh, this movie is the horror movie equivalent of two teenagers groping each other in the back seat, you know, after a movie. Very it's, apt for a yeah. horror movie description yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, I've been saving that. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, all right, we already know the movie has been remade, so we will take remake off the table for our final rating. Right. Uh, so Joe stands up, let it fade. Hmm, that's hard. It doesn't stand up. No. But I don't want it to go away because of its legacy, because it's an important movie. That's the thing. So, uh, you know, remake it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, strangely enough, this is the movie where remake is most fitting, and it is one of the first of the rash of horror movie remakes yeah. that, was, that was done. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. Hmm. So, Mario? I get that this movie is a big on the legacy, and I understand that, but legacy can only go so far. <laughs> I, I agree. And this movie is just... Bad, man. Like I say, there is a reason. I, I... Not like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No, because Killer Clowns from Outer Space is awesome. Oh my God. I actually, I, I kind of agree with that. The movie's legacy should not be forgotten. No. The movie itself, I think, is better. I think it's better skipping the original and watching the remake. And this yes. is one of the few movies where I would make that statement. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely agree but with that. I, I, I think this hope is... you were watching the remake than you were like watching the original. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I actually would say with this movie, you're better off skipping the original. Now, if you haven't seen the remake already, watch them both. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. Because the remake is going to hurt you going into this. Yeah. Yeah. It, modern horror is going to hurt you going well, into this, unfortunately. <laughs> Or at yeah. least, no, I don't say modern horror, but like legacy horror, mm. you know, because modern horror sucks. <laughs> it's it's starting to show signs of improvement. Yeah, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I mean, if, if it's not based on a, you know, like, like a novel or something, it's not been great. So. Get Out was good. Yeah. <laughs> Someone didn't like Get Out. <laughs> okay. Quiet Place was good. Quiet, yeah, Place, Quiet Place was, was good. good. Bird Box was okay. It's little. Uh, that's based on a novel. I'm trying uh, to come up with original properties. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Quiet. Oh, yeah, you say, can't yeah, use yeah. the Quiet Place. To, or not Quiet Place. Yeah, you can't use Quiet Place. Quiet place they were saying that. Yeah. 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 But uh, the, it, it is showing signs of improvement. And we do have some up-and-coming directors in the field. Jordan Peele is one. Right. right. Uh, go even indie with it. And Mike Lombardo, who we've had on the show before. Right. You know, there's a rash of directors that were influenced directly by these movies that we're discussing, mm-hmm. and I think they are where we're going to see some good original stuff there's really a, take a off. Lot of, a lot of indie horror publication out there that really needs to be turned into movies. That's just not happening right now. There is, being friends with a lot of writers in indie horror, I can tell you there are constant movie negotiations going on with some of those the problem is actually getting a deal closed yeah and then getting the movie made right those that's where it becomes more difficult um oh, the last one that was any good was was it brian smith's yeah uh 68, 68 kill. kill but that wasn't even a horror novel no but that that's really, a crime story but, but still really good it yeah. is really good <laughs> well actually no the last one would have been uh mallerman's bird box oh yeah yeah you're right i keep forgetting about yeah, bird, bird boxes box. netflix yeah, yeah. you know and if that's yeah, it's not fair to dismiss it because it was on Netflix. It was a good movie. Yeah, and book was better. Book, yeah, I, I know Mario. It was okay. <laughs> it was, but it was uh, okay. I, I think if it didn't have Sandy Bullock in it, it wouldn't have been anywhere near as big. As big. I think but. what I'm getting at though, and and Brian Keane has talked about it a lot on the Horror Show podcast. Horror movies are in a lull 
but there is a bright future for them. There are so many good books out right now. Yeah, there's a bright future for it, and we just have to to wait until that comes to fruition. But we're kind of digressing here. Yeah, yes, it's, it's, we are all right. Yeah. So that's going to pretty much cover our, our pretty much end our coverage of uh, my bloody Valentine. Uh, it's also going to cover our end. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, uh, damn, I got cover totally distracted image. by. So every time I hear my bloody Valentine, and I'm really thinking that like you know what? Never mind. No. Go ahead. <laughs> You're thinking of the band? Yeah, that's it. But anyway, uh, that does end our, that's our coverage of that. It, this is, well, like I said, this was our Valentine's special. So happy Valentine's Day to all you guys out there who didn't have a date and chose to listen to us instead. We're yeah. flattered. Both of you. We you appreciate be, it. I'll be yeah. your Valentine. Uh, all you six want. of you that download this podcast, we love you. Yeah. Mom, yes. thanks. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh we will be back next month uh, with a St. Paddy's special. Hmm. Pad D with a D, not T with T's for our Irish friends so they won't kill us uh, pronounce it properly. I, I guess. Uh, Do you think St. Patrick's Day is as big a deal in Ireland as it is here? I don't know. Yeah, I can ask some of my Irish friends. I mean, it's like Cinco de Mayo, you know. Like we like we do make a big deal of Cinco here, and then in Mexico they're like, eh, yeah, yeah. They celebrate it, but not to the extent they do in America. So they don't dye their lakes green, no, or rivers or whatever. No, no. they they don't. That's only in Boston. Yeah, they They don't go that far. I thought was was in Chicago. I thought in Boston's more Irish city. Mm -hmm. Well, I thought they dyed the river green in Chicago though. I don't know. I don't remember. Anyway, anyway, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Blue Bear Babies.